Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, January 17th, 2023, and I'm your host, Arielle Taylor. Well, due to some extreme technical glitches, we were unable to get into Blog Talk to start our show at the regular time, so we are recording Maureen's interview, which will be uploaded so you don't miss out on her goddess wisdom. Yay! Our special special (laughs) guest is Maureen Keefe. And she is the guiding goddess of the newly birthed Goddess Wisdom podcast. She's a professional psychic with access to all the clairs and innate abilities. She's a first wave starseed, ascension coach, breakthrough specialist, and light warrior. A decade-long rites of passage initiation in unseen realms required her to reclaim mastery from all past lives. Her memories as an Amazon warrior amplify her awareness of the true power of the divine feminine. Starseeds uh, know better than anyone that we have entered into the era of the divine feminine reawakening. Although goddess energies have been alive and well in those who remembered the goddess, as a society, we've been socialized to value male motivational models, structures, and value systems, and to devalue feminine qualities. It is because of this that we are seeing a world that is now radically out of balance. Humanity's ascension journey entails moving from polarity consciousness to unity consciousness. Maureen will show how the divine feminine reawakening can facilitate our ascension, weaving in a more empowering way to look at the matrix, revealing insights into our individual sacred missions. One of her specialties is helping to clear unwanted entities from you, which she calls SOBs. I think that's funny, but that means (laughs) souls on on board. And she'll be talking about her exciting fountain of youth drops. And you can check out her websites, which would be Maureen Keefe, K-E-E-F-E dot com and goddesswisdompodcast.com. And um, our, just to remind you, our main website is starseedhotline.com and the Stage 1 Starseed confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings and your natal astrological chart. And the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one Zoom session. Please keep in mind that Lavendar has now retired from doing sessions so she can finish her book and continue to write for Starseeds. And remember, if you have a birthday coming up, you're going to get a window of 10 hours of great manifestational power. So you need to find out exactly when that happens by requesting your solar return timing. If you order it a week or two before your birthday, that would be great. But if you want a reading of that chart, you need to order it about two months before your birthday. So now... I would like to introduce the goddess wisdom of Maureen Keefe. Thank Maureen, you for having me. I'm well, so welcome. excited. Welcome <laughs> to the show. This is, this is a outside of the box. Outside of the box in so many ways. Talk about divinely orchestrated, though, huh? Yes, absolutely. 
so very I, synchronistic. It is, and I just I just want to thank you for um, rolling with <laughs> rolling with Mercury retrograde. Um, blog talk's usually pretty stable. It has been the, the whole time. It's been retrograde, and now the Mercury's going direct tomorrow. It decided to just block. Uh, I don't know if any shows are going on right now, but you know, it, they just kept telling me that there was no show scheduled, and I know there was. And they're telling me on another screen, your show is started ten minutes ago. You're late. It's like no, right. not. I tried for thirty minutes to get in. So that's why we're doing it this way, and we'll just upload the video. I mean, the audio um, into the show that didn't happen tonight. And I'm really, really <laughs> grateful that you are flexible enough to just roll with it. Well, and it's so interesting, too, because um, I just launched my podcast, and in it I am doing a gratitude uh, for the goddesses who have contributed to my life in certain ways. And I just spontaneously came out with thanking Ariel for telling me about Tabasco sauce as a way to clear your throat for doing singing or doing audio recordings. And so I did this shout out and then I decided to write her an email to let her know that I did the shout out. And then I, as I'm writing the email, I got inspired. I should offer to, you know, fill in if they ever needed someone, you know, to be interviewed. And so then she comes back with, how about tomorrow night? <laughs> like, so perfect. So right. we're yeah, rolling. Well- we're rolling. Yeah, it, it just, you know, just like the waters parted because the, <laughs> the guest the guest that we thought was going to come on, she couldn't come on till the end of January. So, you know, I had to, and then your Rally. email comes in and you said, oh, I can fill in if, you know, <laughs> you know, someone never cancels on you. So, boom, here we uh-huh. are. And then Blog Talk um, kind of weirded out on us. But thanks to Zoom, we yeah. are we are going to do this interview and... Um, I'm, I'm glad that your message will get out to our audience. Oh, thank you. So, I'm thrilled. Yeah, because I just launched on Friday the 13th, so it's a big deal. Three days ago. Wow. Four days ago. Wow. I know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's that's great. You know, and I've, I've I listened to your podcast, and it was very Aww. well done. Very well thank done. You. So we do uh, encourage people. Uh, you know, the goddess is moving through me. Well, yeah, she would. She would. <laughs> so yeah, yeah and and the, um, yeah, and people can get to your um, your podcast through the Goddess Wisdom Podcast dot com. So that right. is, that's, and that's, it doesn't have the in front of it. It's yeah, right. It's just, just Goddess Goddess Podcast dot com. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's how you, uh, nope. all you goddess wisdom can goddess wisdom can get to the goddess wisdom podcast. Just go to goddesswisdompodcast.com. <laughs> so now we've been really clear yep. about that, and I'm I'm really <laughs> um, making sure that retrograde Mercury doesn't uh, uh, leave anything. We're not leaving anything to chance here. Yeah. So, <laughs> Well, tell me, Maureen. As I'm looking at internet unstable while I have an Ethernet cable here. Yeah, a little bit. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, good. We're moving forward. So what inspired you to create Goddess Wisdom Podcast? 
Hello. Well, honestly, oh, Ariel, okay. <laughs> it was really my own discontentment with my own life. Yeah. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. There, there must be a delay. Apparently. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. So, so what inspired me to create the Goddess Wisdom podcast was a discontent with my own life. Um, you know, planet Earth has become challenging for so many of us, and after C flu, we ended up, you know, getting more and more reclusive and introverted. And um, I just felt like it was time to come out of my own cave. Uh, and I gained weight during COVID. So I was not feeling very goddessy. And I felt that this is the time. It's time to step into honoring ourselves, honoring the divine feminine, showing up for ourselves. And originally it was supposed to be with um, two other goddesses. It was going to be the triple goddess podcast. But life got in the way for the one, that exact same reasons she needed to be doing the podcast with us. (laughs) And then the second one had priorities that um, this was going to take a lot more commitment than uh, she had to give com- in um, going out in alignment with her other priorities. So when the goddess clears the decks to do a program solo, you show up and do the program solo. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but it's a partnership, me and the goddess, and I'm learning every step of the way. And so it's not me being the guru, it's me doing it with everybody who's listening and exploring how we can deepen our connection to the divine, how we can tap into our own innate wisdom and how we can really create a much more better, a much more better, more better life experience. (laughs) Right. More better. Well, so uh, elaborate. Now you are unveiling your own inner goddess while you help others do the same. Can you elaborate on that? Exactly. Yes. So, you know, we've all been going through the shedding process as part of ascension. We're releasing layers. We're releasing what no longer serves. We're shadow mining, finding where the wounds and traumas and scars are so that we can heal them because it's in the healing of all these densities, releasing all these densities that we can rise in frequency for ascension. Well, there comes a time where the shadow mining is just generating more shadow. What do you, you know, if you're looking, if, if where energy flows, where focus goes, and you're looking at where's the shadow, what are you going to see more of? So I've decided that it's time for a paradigm shift that instead of moving away from pain, we're moving toward pleasure. We're moving toward fun. We're moving toward more life. And so it's an unveiling of what's right about you. It's an unveiling of uh, your superpower, your own knowingness. And so it's a going within deeper and deeper layers of getting to your true nature. And so it's really, it, it took me on my own initiation um, when my friend, dear sister, friend, and I started the podcast as the duo. We really were diving in 
to what does goddess mean? And because I was having a hard time putting the mantle of the goddess on to do the podcast because I was feeling the disparity between what I felt the goddess was and how I was feeling and looking at that time. And so we both got bumped up against the power word and we both bumped up against trusting the divine and we are both really um, assertive, progressive, forward-moving, get-her-done kind of goddesses. And um, so to be shifting into that divine feminine of allowing and being magnetic and, you know, those other features, um, plus not having trust with source. Um, We both came from trauma backgrounds, you know, the new normal. And um, we tend to project on our God the relationship we had with our parents. And so my God dangles a carrot and yanks it away a lot (laughs) and, you know, leaves you feeling like you don't matter and things like that because those are my core wounds. And so she and I both recognize that we need to open to trusting the goddess. And I called it trust falling into the arms of the goddess. And, um, and so it's been that journey of letting go of the reins of allowing of, you know, surrendering to the divine feminine qualities that um, it's been revealing more and more to me. And then she had to step out and then, I had to reconstruct (laughs) myself Mm -hmm. after the shattering. And um, so it's a journey and it's an exquisite journey. And I'm super excited. I finally was able to get past all of my illusions so that I could finally launch. So thank you so much for getting the word out that it has begun. Well, it has. And, you know, you make a good point Um, because I, I mean, I've, work with divine feminine people with divine feminine missions having a you know pretty i thought pretty good understanding but it just now hit me what you said about the feminine way is the attracting and magnetizing and bringing it to you that's the basic feminine principle so and i wonder how many um how many women are are um Working on that, you know, uh, uh, increasing the the feminine energy on the on the planet, but using that masculine mm-hmm. drive to do it. Right, you and know, that's like, the thing too. I'm seeking, I'm seeking. How do we like? Okay, so we deal with YouTube, we deal with Facebook, and we have to jump through all the hoops of those social media platforms and Instagram, and now TikTok and Pinterest and whatever. But um, we have to do according to their model, and you have to create content, give it away, give more away. And what's actually happening is, say, for example, YouTube, we're building their platforms with our content. So to get the word out so that we can help people, we're building their platforms. Then they charge us to advertise, and we have to, like – 
climb all these mountains and jump through all these hoops for them to promote us, like having us show up on searches. And it's just like so gamey. And so I'm trying to also, as I evolve down this path, is figure out what's what's a better way. I mean, it started out pretty cool on Facebook with all this networking and connecting and the friends and the comments and it was just so really fun but then when they started hitlering you know who gets to say what to who and how and um it became very scary so how do we how do we cultivate the divine feminine in a new commerce model how do we cultivate it in a new um doing our sacred missions without having to become Masters, like what you just had to do tonight, what I've had to do for the last five years, mastering technology, troubleshooting, integrating, software. Uh, like <laughs> That's all left brain stuff. PhDs, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, it's called us forward in mastery for sure. But guess what? It hasn't allowed me the time to do what I am showing up to even do. I'm spending all this time working on technology. So, is this is some, this is the um, the means to the end of weaving your sacred life? Yes, isn't that Can you exciting? Talk about that. Yeah. So, once we unveil what is right about us and tap in, reconnect to our knowingness, reconnect to those innate abilities. Once we start seeing ourselves through the eyes of the goddess, tapping into our heart center, getting in touch with our bodies, with cycles, seasons, with our ebbs and flows of our energy, of our of our even our menstrual cycles or our moon cycles, um, we we start engaging in our lives differently, and so so many of us are on the gerbil wheel of you know just survival right now and so it's the desire to cultivate a more meaningful existence a more magical existence and weaving our sacred life is about being present when we're doing the mundane it's about getting becoming aware of sensuality of all of our senses of connecting back in you know, connecting with nature and um, the magic gets to happen again, recognizing the magic is at work. For example, how it unfolded that you and I connected. Like you gave me that Tabasco tip five years ago <laughs> when I was talking to you. I bought a friend, one of the solar returns, the hour of power and was talking people into getting the star marking readings and buying them as gifts. And I was talking to Ariel and she she shared that tip about Tabasco in your throat. And like, and five years later, it wove us together in this web of life, in this beautiful fabric of creation. So it's very exciting how fast it's, it's springing forth and growing into the garden. Yeah, it right? is. It is. Yeah. And each, you know, each, each one of us, has a little patch of the garden 
that yeah. is our responsibility. It's like, okay, you take care of this here, and you take care of that over there, and then when you link them all up, all the star seeds and, and goddesses across the planet, yeah. then then you're really you're really making positive change. But yeah, yeah. I, I I like that that concept. You have to stay present even when you're doing the mundane, you know, just yeah, and keeping that flow going. So uh, a part of your um, your your services, I guess you could say, things that you have going mm-hmm. on, offering is yeah. um, a a goddess book club. Tell us about that. All right. I'm really excited about it um, because I've been a reader my whole life. That's how I survived the stressors of my childhood was losing myself in reading. And then I grew up to own a bookstore. And, (laughs) yeah, and I was um, researching how to orchestrate uh, my podcast as a business. And there was an amazing role model who was using the same platform I am and they interviewed her and she has this structure where she has the podcast and then she has the the book club now mine hers is about law of attraction and mine is about really stepping into your fullest potential as a goddess right like claiming your goddess nature and all your innate abilities and all your exquisiteness and tapping into your soul's divine nature and your pure soul's essence that's our star seed expression right like mm-hmm. that's our frequency our vibration our our essence and i'm i do readings through a service um at night and i do 100 readings a week and i'm telling you uh, nine out of ten calls i am teaching people the same things and it's about how to get on your own team how to restore divine order in your own life by making you your number one because so many of us have the trauma pattern of codependency and codependency is focusing on others to feel safe to get love, to get approval. And and it works when we're in childhood because it's a survival mechanism. But when we become adults, it's not meant to work anymore. It, it'll toxify every relationship we have. And so when we, if we are over givers, which is also part of codependency, we draw in takers because the universe is seeking balance. Mm-hmm. And so it takes quite an investment to get somebody to get their divine order back in order and pull their focus from other to themselves, pour their love into them, tapping into them. What do you want? What do you need? What would make your heart sing? What are your values, goals, dreams, hopes, and priorities? And then it's keeping them while in a relationship. So the book club is meant to be that exact support to help us get out from under our programming. The first book in the book club was Mirror Work by Louise Hay, and that's to cultivate a relationship with yourself to reconnect you to your inner child. And I love to say that your inner child is not your wounded child. You as the adult is the wounded child. Your inner child is your magical child. 
And she's not all pissed off at you for abandoning her to survive. She's waiting for you to reclaim her so she can show you the magic of life again. So then the second book is Codependent No More, and we're like uh, uh, eight episodes into that. And that's challenging. Like, it's processing me. I'm not – I'm being super transparent and sharing my own stories to help others recognize their own journeys. And so I just really feel like it's super powerful and potent for personal growth, healing, and transformation. And to have that energetic support of a group doing it together, even if you go back, you know, when you show up um, in a month, if you want to join in a month, you get the two months prior. Um, The next book is going to be what would you do if you had no fear? Now these are old books and they're, they're, you know, older books because I'm older, but um, I'm trying to cultivate a more enchanted way, excited way, uh, fearless way of going about life. And so it's really cultivating an experience. And, uh, you know, it has the agenda of tapping you into your inner goddess, helping you claim your empowerment, empower yourself, claim your superpowers. So I'm pretty thrilled with how it's turning out. And I invite all of you to join my book club and play. <laughs> so do you have um, a a list of books, like a schedule that you have, um, you know, not yet. It's unfolding. You're going to know. Yeah. It's uh, unfolding as we go. Um, I am looking for more goddess oriented books. I'm pondering the um, Sarah Durham Wilson book that is a goddess journey from maiden to mother. And that's talking about being the immature maiden where, you know, we're trying to get our attention like through, like, Madonna the singer, you know, dressing slutty and being shock factor and look at me and pay attention to me. And then it's moving into a mature experience of being a woman, being the mother where you're not like, hey, hey, look at me. You're like standing in your power. You're claiming your wisdom. You know what you have to offer. And it's a different realm, but Um, It talks about we don't have those rites of passage anymore for the different phases of our evolution as women or as humans. And so um, I like the idea of restoring the the rites of passage. So I'm pondering that. I haven't received my book yet to look at it. And then um, I want to do the Sophia Code, but that's like a two-month commitment. that's tapping into the divine feminine. She's tapping into, it's Kaya Ra. Uh, she survived um, sex trafficking from early childhood into adulthood and escaped that and has created her own following, um, the Sophia Dragon Tribe. It's very, very intensely uh, brought through on a spiritual way. If you haven't heard of that, check that out. Um but that would be like a two-month journey. I might do it as a side. I'm also looking at opening to channel. Like it's just going to be whatever is the inspiration of unfolding at the time. So I'll try to get ahead to give people a sense of what's coming. But right now, it's the first three books. Okay. Well, the reason I asked is because I have a suggestion 
Um, okay. Yeah. It, it, it just it, it popped in my head. Um, awesome. We we had um, a previous radio show with with the author um, of this book, and there's something about the way she presented it. It's like, okay, I got to mm-hmm. have that one. And oh, I love it. And it is. Remember the title? Yes, yes. <laughs> it is called "Reform Your Inner Mean Girl." Ooh, love it! And and yes. they have they um, yeah. it's, it's by Amy Allers A H L E R S and Christine Arilo A R Y L O, mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. it they break it down into um, I, I think it's like ten archetypes of mm-hmm, you know cool. the comparison queen, um, the the cheerleader, the and and they and they're so humorous. But it really drives. I love the point. it. It really drives the point. That's home. what I. Yeah, check it out because it is about um, helping women to get out of. Because most times, uh, you know, there's there's a voice inside of all of us that kind of beats us up. Yeah. You know, and it's about ruthless inner critic. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Reforming that. So they call it your inner mean girl. Because I, mean, I love that, I mean, and I love that it's humorous and it, fun. It is. It is. It's very. Yeah. It's very humorous. So check it out, and that might be something that you can add to your book club. Um, but now let's. I, I love wanna, that. I want to. I want to learn more about how um, your was it ten year journey through reclaiming your <laughs> your your um, your masterships. And your past life as an Amazon warrior. Let's let's talk about that for now. Okay, so the Amazon warrior she presented mostly to inform me of the essence of what an Amazon was or felt like. And in that life, man, power. But also, it's like distortion of the divine feminine it's a woman acting like a man right a very powerful warrior uh man (laughs) um but what i discovered from that particular life was i denigrated the the aspects of the goddess that were the gentler aspects, you know, the like we talked about earlier, the allowing, the holding, the gestation, the waiting, the drawing to you. And myself in that life was very much like how I can be in this life. Get her done. Make it happen. Go find what you're looking for and make, you know, and battle. Man, I'm a warrior. <laughs> I'm a warrior. Uh, call me Sheena. And, um, right? And so... But what I recognized was that from this vantage point was that I was dishonoring the goddess I was serving because I devalued the power of the divine feminine. Ah. And yeah, and so it's it, it just was such an added dimension for me. And it was fascinating how that all came through was because I had... Um, had the opportunity to get uh, a, a, be a caller on a telesummit, and I got to ask my question. And um, Jared Hewitt was the one being interviewed on You Wealth Revolution, and he 
he um, came back to me answering a question that I had with, there are places you've committed to wholeness but are really hanging on to a limitation perceived through enlightenment. Now, how cryptic could you possibly get with that statement? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> and the question had to do with, you know, his, my dog and the struggles we were having with his health and stuff. But, man, when I tuned into that, I used muscle testing. And um, I there's a how-to video on my Psychic Hot Seat uh, videos on YouTube. You can find it. But um, if you want to know more about muscle testing. But so I started asking questions and I, I use it in tandem with my intuition. And so questions were presenting and I was asking these questions, getting yes or no answers. And then I said, is this inflammation anger related? And I got a yes at self. No, at mother. Yes. Birth mother. Yes. Adoptive mother. Yes. Divine mother. Yes. I'm like, wow. Like how I even thought to ask about divine mother because um, this was 10 years ago. It, it wasn't as talked about as it is now. And then I'm like, wow, where did that come from? What could I possibly be angry at the Divine Mother about? And then um, is it about not being able to step fully into 5D yet? Yes. The age of Aquarius. Um, yes. The age we've entered into is all about the Divine Feminine. And that's, you know, really how we're embracing uh, 5D reality uh, the unity consciousness is through reconnecting to the divine feminine and then balancing our divine masculine and claiming that unity within us first so um it's and i had felt abandoned and let down by the divine feminine principle and then that took me back to the amazon warrior and uh it was a form of rejecting the passive nature of the divine feminine and then I felt as an Amazon that I could bring the divine feminine into full power by being the warrioress. And um, and that just was all about imbalance instead. So uh, it was super fascinating how it evolved and how that, how that lifetime informed me in this one. Um, and so the 10-year rites of passage – uh, the Tenure Rites of Passage Initiation in the Unseen Realms. Now, that's a radically different story. I had uh, I owned a bookstore, a metaphysical bookstore with a healing center. And then um, I had someone reach out after I had sold it and said her daughter-in-law was having trouble with some spiritual infringement. And she said she'd done all the sage burning and salt and whatever tricks she had in her medicine bag. And um, she asked me if I knew anybody who could help her. Well, I was a telesummit addict, and back then they were talking about entity infringement. And I had um, raised my hand uh, to this woman and said, I'll help you. I'll help her. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Did that open a Pandora's box? There's, like, realms and like it went on for 10 years and there there's story after story after story. But the very first, the two things that happened were that night I was supposed to help this woman the next day. We were going to have a consult consult off site. And um, 
she was supposed to call me the next day. Well, the phone rings and um, I pick it up and there's little kids on the line. Well, she's got twin little kids and they're like baby talk. And I go, go get your mama. And the phone slammed down and like all the hair went up on the back of my neck. And it's like, that wasn't baby. (laughs) That was not her twins. And uh, the next, that night I uh, had gotten up in the middle of the night and when I got back in bed, I plopped my hand down on a pillow next to me, and it skittered like there was a rat under it. Okay. And I turned the light on. I threw that pillow across the room, and there was nothing there. So I got on the Internet, and I'm like, I need more help helping this one. And um, that's when I actually, it was such a breadcrumb trail, too, found a book called The Unquiet Dead. This is by a psychologist, which I'm a born psychologist, and like, and also a honors student major in psychology. But um, she was doing hypnotherapy with people with addictions, and all of a sudden, other personalities started presenting, and she discovered that if she was able to get these other personalities to leave, the people's addictions. Ah. And so in this book, she's actually got, it's it's old, um, but she's got how to clear them. And it's a very, very sacred service that we're doing. Um, the unquiet dead refers to discarnates. Now, discarnates are people who have passed and they are confused. Either they pass traumatically, suddenly, um, or pass from drugs, overdose, uh, alcohol poisoning, things where they are in an altered state when they die, but also if they're being uh, puppeted by darker energies, then the dark energies dissuade them from going to the light. And so what happens are these discarnates are just looking for the light and um, healing, and they'll latch on to us. And when I discovered this book, oh, my God, I was doing persona work, learning about how to clear personas and work with your own personas, which are aspects of self that seem to have different personalities. They're just fragments of you that take over at different times, you know, mm-hmm. like the inner chair later or the inner critic. And yeah. they're all us. Right. And um, yet in this circumstance, Uh, As I'm learning, I felt like these personas were lined up around the building like six deep, and I was so overwhelmed. When I started reading this book, I realized it's because I had three 70-year-old family members on board. One was my adopted mom, one was my adopted dad, and one was my uncle. And they were all in their 70s, all alcoholic. (laughs) So I'm like, well, no wonder I can't make any progress. So I did the clearings that were in this book, and that was the beginning of my kick out SOBs, Souls on Board, offering. So um, the rites of passage continued. I learned about dealing with errant ETs, which not all our ETs are errant. We know that. But there are the ones that just want to mess with us, that want to um, torment us and keep us, um, you know, down. And then there are the demons that are also entities. And essentially, they're just tormenting us so they have a food source. 
because they feed off those low vibrational frequencies of anxiety, fear, trauma, rage, bitterness, resentment. All those energies are just food for them. It's no worse than us yanking a carrot out of the ground and chomping on it. You know, it seems pretty violent maybe if we observe observe it from the carrot's point of view, but we're just eating. There's no maliciousness there. So um, that just, you know, kind of evolved a different vantage point for me to explore what we're actually doing here. Um, you know, I made mention of the matrix in the intro. And so all I believe the matrix really is, is Earth is a hologram for mastery, kind of like the holodeck in Star Trek Next Generation. And so when we're being <laughs> dealt with entities, um there's another level of it where I refer to the dark or even our egos that are tripping us up, causing us trouble, our fears. There are sacred worthy opponents. Think about fencing. You need a partner to spar with, right? Mm-hmm. And so as we, we're here to claim mastery, we need something to claim mastery over or mastery, master ring. And so that 10 years of being tormented, I mean, I even had maggots falling down from my ceiling. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I was like, can we be more disgusting? And um, so it, it was really a journey of exploration, of calling out my own fears, of learning to claim my own power. And anybody who's being tormented know your superpower is neutrality. It's uh, And I learned that from the Divine Mother, Mary Mother, Mother Mary, because I'm, I'm jumping around my room like I've, I'm wielding a lightsaber, and I'm like, oh, my God, if anybody saw me doing this, please, Mother, <laughs> please, somebody show me a better way. And that's when the Divine Mother showed up and showed me about this divine neutrality, this sacred detachment and just, you know, being really serene. So I've, I learned like myriads and myriads more from that whole journey. And gratefully now that it was relatively behind us. I mean, part of the inability to get through is, is that game playing. It's just mastery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we found an alternate way. We made it happen. We went with the flow. We went full circle. And here we are learning and sharing together. <laughs> I love that you mentioned Star Trek because not two minutes ago, something else you said made me think of a Star Trek excuse me, episode. Yeah. And I thought, you know, people, I love have, said, that. people have heard me talk about Star Trek maybe too much, so I, I thought I wouldn't mention it, but then you did. <laughs> I thought I did. So what the, was the episode that it reminded well, you? Well, the original Star Trek uh-huh. um, had an episode where there was an entity who thrived and survived on fear oh. and, and so hatred. Such, a, such an education, right? Like Oh, yeah. Like yeah. the Matrix and that movie, like there's so much to be learned from our movies because it's like in full sight, you know, hidden in plain sight. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's but powerful. Yeah. And I was also, also, as you were talking, I was thinking of a of an analogy. Um, 
you know, when you, if you found yourself in quicksand, you have to hold still. Right. It'll get worse. Yeah. But, you know, so if you're, if you're in some torment and you start thrashing and, and lashing out and, and, you know, (laughs) going crazy, it's just just the monster. Yeah. Yeah. It just feeds the monster. So it's like, you know, you, you just, you don't play into it. When I coach people about, you know, being tormented and how to shift the game, because it's a game, we um, need to pull all of our energy, our focus, our attention away from it. And um, so don't talk about it. Don't, you know, it's like you're baiting the bear when you're constantly telling about the scintillation of these experiences, you know. So and can the um, I, I like the way you said it the SOBs yeah the, the, the souls on board <laughs> I know can can people experience torment from yeah. a a person yeah who is a, you know a, another human being and they have souls on board that want yeah. to you know and like they team up so even you know in you know inner human relationships can can the other person have um you know souls entities. on board entities yeah. that yeah. are uh, you know, causing you problems yeah, feeding on the on the on the torment. torment and the dissonance and the and the discord a thousandfold yes 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 so that's they, exactly that's interesting yeah i mean now i'm starting I've, to think of all kinds of people like, all oh, kinds yeah yeah and so um, that that opens the door to a nice little offering. On my website, on the MaureenKeefe.com website, um, if it's easier to remember, intuitionmatters.org, you can get there that way too. If you opt in to get, you know, if you can opt in to get a free empath clearing exercise. And um, it's using a tornado of light and it's to spin any energies off of you or out of you that no longer serve or are hitchhiking, have no business, as well as you can use that tornado around people that are bothering you or you know are addicted or you know have mental illnesses or you know have mood disorders, you know, things that are causing you trouble. Um, You can put this tornado of light around them to buffer them. You can put one around you to buffer you. So that's what I call energetic hygiene also, using the tornado to clear. (laughs) (laughs) It's really necessary because as the veils are thinning, as we are becoming more psychically sensitive, it is critical that we clear these dense energies that are gravitated towards our light, trying to dampen the light. You know, again, sacred worthy opponent. Mm -hmm. It's just getting us to stand more strongly in our light. Absolutely. Like it's new meaning to uh, sleeping with the enemy. Yeah, uh, right. Because I'm, now I'm wondering how many people are dealing with someone who has, I mean, I used to call them hitchhikers. Yeah, but, me too. But I like the SOB <laughs> that, because it's funny. And, you know, and I think humor and laughter yes. is a is a really good shield. Yes. I mean, that's how Captain Kirk got rid of that entity. <laughs> They just they, <laughs> right. they gave they gave everyone injections to make everything funny, and oh they just my God. they just laughed the thing out of there. Oh, that's <laughs> so. hysterical! I love that. How yeah. creative! 
And so that's the other thing, too, because if you're dealing with entity torment, like you're a light warrior and you're consciously clearing the planet of these energies and clearing people of these energies and you're doing it like for a living or a sacred service, um, you recognize that these energies evolve and you have to get savvier about how do you go about clearing them. And, And so we're all evolving together. It's all the same game. We come to planet Earth to play this game as souls. And that's the other piece of the goddess wisdom is that we come in and on purpose to have that limited forget, you know, we're, we've forgotten that we're eternal souls and how powerful we are. And then to bring that into alignment with the remembering that we are creators. We are eternal. We are superpower. And to wake up to that and to claim that and to dispel all these illusions as part of the matrix as part of the hologram for mastery so once we start seeing it through a a slightly different lens it becomes a whole lot less crushing we feel a whole lot less victim and that goes back to the codependency piece we have to claim our power and claim our worth and our value you know because that's how we step more fully into our lives that's how we're ever going to really um succeed at our sacred mission yeah well i think it'd be pretty hard to attract something um wonderful when deep down you don't think you're worthy exactly so getting you know and those and those plant and those those uh, feelings of of unworthiness mhm undeserving that that is comes from outside or comes from before it does it is a trauma pattern it's a literal we internalize the perpetrator to try to predict and avert falling prey to what would get us in trouble so we become that harsh whip master so um it it really does come from before and there's another piece to that too. I'm trying to remember what that is. Um, if it's meant to come forward, it'll surface again for me to bring forward. But there was a, a really critical piece for me and it's recent. Part of it too is recognizing childhood trauma can actually be PTSD. And it is called CPTSD, Complex Post-Traumatic Stress Disorder. And that has to do with, like, if you're a child raised in a hostile environment, raised in an alcoholic or addicted or abandoning or sexual abuse or violence or incest um, with siblings, whatever's going on in your family, poverty, hunger, uh, unjust treatment, unjust treatment, um, and you can't get out of it. Like, you're at the mercy of your surroundings. Like, I was bullied for eight years on the bus, like, the bus taunting so loudly, I screamed at the top of my lungs and could not hear myself. And this went on for eight years, day after day. Oh. So the these circumstances where you can't get out of them, you can't escape them, and no matter what the authority figures did, it still went on. So that that's CPTSD. And so when we start acknowledging our trauma, oh, the segues really well into something else I wanted to share. When we start acknowledging our trauma, that's when we can heal it. Um, But when we're experiencing trauma, we often shove it aside, denying that it's any big deal because we're like, next, 
next, next, trying to survive the next thing that's coming, the next thing that's coming. But what I feel, too, many of us are here. You may wonder why did we all have so much trauma in our childhoods. Many of us are here on sacred missions to liberate the planet from oppression, suppression, domination, injustice, abuse, you know, all of these denser energies we're getting slapped in the face with. And how do we liberate the planet from that? Because let's back up one more step. The matrix can only be changed from the inside. Right. So right. that's why we showed up as a sacred, as a secret mission and a sacred mission. How do we heal and liberate the planet from these frequencies? We have to embody them first by enduring them. And once we embody them, then our journey becomes healing from them, healing them, reclaiming our wholeness. And as you've heard, as you heal yourself, you heal the planet. That's how we're doing it. And so if all you do is heal everything you can in this life, you have accomplished your sacred mission. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I'm just thinking about um, it's almost like um, um, emotional immunity. If you if you have trauma and overcome it, then you built up antibodies. Yeah. So that you can't get sick from that again. You know, and, and you, you have a list of things to say. Okay, now I've got antibodies for all of that stuff and the addiction and the and the narcissism and the torment and abuse. abuse and all of that. And if you don't go through it, you can't really be taken seriously by someone who has. And it's well, like, oh, and here, another. Yeah, yeah. It's like, let me tell you how to, you know, how to uh, improve your life uh, when, you know, I was raised in paradise. Right. That doesn't right. work. Well, a super cool thing, too, is that once you heal the trauma of the original wound, it doesn't resurface in your own life again because the only reason it's resurfacing is so you can heal it, so you can fulfill your sacred mission. Right. And then it, once it's healed, it doesn't need to resurface it because it's, it's been transmuted. Mission accomplished. Exactly. Yeah, right. So um, you want to share with us the the six secrets for thriving during yes. Ascension? Yes. So... We, we touched a little bit about it with the discussion, discussing consciousness and being present. So really the, the whole game is about taking charge of your mind because what you think then creates the emotions that you experience. So if you want to ha- feel better, if you want to have better feeling emotions, then think thoughts that feel better. So Abraham Hicks talks about that all the time. And then you, if you can't get there from here, like you are so far from touching those good feelings, use our emotions are actually um, a guidance system. And um, it's like, how far off are we from, you know, what we want? And so imagine if you were blissful, what would you be wearing? Who would you be hanging out with? Where would you be hanging out? Like you start painting the picture of the dream that you want to experience. And so you're reverse engineering 
what thoughts you're thinking to have those feelings. So there's ways to get there from here, even if you're shut down. So um, taking charge of your mind, number one. So get present, grounded, and in your body because then you'll be plugged into all your circuitry and have access to all information you require. Um, So I jumped two tracks here, but that getting present, grounded, and in your body. We have meridians. We have nadis. We have energy moving through us. We are connected to the axiotonal grid, the fabric of all of creation. We're connected to the earth grid. So when we're in our bodies, we're connected to our circuitry. Our aura is an extraordinarily complex system of energy. And then, you know, all the layers of our aura right down to our physical body. And if you were to study all the complexities of the physical body and envision the worlds within worlds within our physical bodies. So there's a whole lot of wisdom that happens into when you're fully in your body. So that's actually number one. Number two, focus on desired outcomes. Energy flows where focus goes. And so worry is a prayer to make it so. So keep pulling your mind back out of worry and focusing on what it is you want to experience instead. All right, so then three, life reflects back to you what you believe. So really check into your belief systems and then choose to believe what you desire to experience. And then choose to believe that it's all lining up for you and that it's happening now. So those are, and then if if you're experiencing things outside of you, it's a progress report of what's going on inside of you. So nobody tells us it's a feedback loop, right? And so number four, choices create the consequences and outcomes you experience. So choose consciously. Choose consciously in alignment with the desired outcomes. You know, I've wanted a flat belly my entire life, but Am I making choices that's going to get me that desired outcome? So far, not yet. But I'm getting closer to making that conscious choice. All right. And then feel the feelings and gratitude of having what you desire now. That's number five. And then commit to you. Like commit to doing whatever it takes to get the outcomes that you desire for you. And so... I just one one caution on this one. If you're locked in on wanting a particular person that is not available to you, that's not what I'm talking about. And if you're in that situation, try to release attachment to form and recognize that what you're lusting for is the essence that that person is conveying and emitting. And release your hold on that so that the right person who is available can come in. So... Um, Thriving really is about consciousness, conscious choice, conscious engagement with your own life, taking charge of your beliefs and focusing on the desired outcomes and making choices in alignment with that. So superpower. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that it just really makes so much sense. And it's great that you have kind of <clears throat> boiled it down. Yeah. To, you know, step one, step two. And, uh, that's very, very powerful. It's potent. It's hard to adhere to. You know, I mean, not. I'm not going to say it's hard to adhere to because that's setting a, a precedence for that. But we know. <laughs> we know it's hard to adhere to. Yeah, well, you yeah. know, it, 
<laughs> if you if if you expect yourself to do it perfectly, yeah, then you've already set yourself up for disappointment right. because there isn't any perfection. No, nope. but you know, any time, you know, if you want to learn how to, you know, be a figure skater, you're going to have to fall. Right. You have to get used to, you know, bumps and, and bruises. But if and you stay with it because you know you can do it, yeah. You know, so you know, and I've always said you you cannot fail until you stop trying. Right. Oh, I love that. Well, and then what are we doing? We're we're striving for mastery. Exactly. That's all that that is. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's and, exciting. Yeah. I mean, ascension is an evolution. Yep. I love and, that. And. I mean, we are all going to evolve regardless of what we do. But it's right. how, how long does it take and how many lessons do you need to have? Right. So it seems like you've kind of taken it to, um, you know, boiling it down. It's like mm-hmm. you have to have this, you have to have that. You have to look at, you know, this or that and 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 check. And you can't, you have to believe your own gut rather than what someone else is telling you. Exactly. Discernment is yeah. critical. Exactly. Super I mean, critical. don't don't you feel like, you know, if if you hear about something or you're contemplating something and it makes you kind of feel uneasy in your gut or yeah. maybe a little sick to your stomach, mm-hmm. that's your internal guidance system telling you, uh-uh. 100%. Yeah. So you really you have so many gifts and Aww. and talents. And, and the things that you are kind of like bundling up into this lush, rich, mm-hmm. um, I mean, websites and um, things. So you, you you have services to offer mm-hmm. and you've got the, the your Goddess Wisdom podcast. You've got the book club. Uh, one thing we haven't talked about yet was, and I want to hear about this. Right. The, the daily drops from the fountain of youth. Yes, that's very new, too. So that came from, I was raised in a household that beauty was very esteemed. And yet in that time frame, you know, you could color your hair, but to affect change on your face other than makeup or skin creams, you, you're getting going under the knife, eye jobs, facelifts, things like that. Well, I'm a pretty sensitive girl, and I have quite an aversion to being cut. (laughs) But I also have a very, very, very superficially high desire to maintain my youth, my youthful appearance. And it's funny. um, I know I'm going to outlive the majority of people (laughs) from the year I was born. And I'm, I'm like bargaining, going, you know, I'll stay here as long as you want me to, but please make me beautiful while I'm stuck here. <laughs> but, um, you know, and the, the whole move of anti-aging and youthening and restoring health and claiming our health and vitality, and there's just so much information that shows and proves that we don't have to age um, in the way that our Uh, prior generations have so when I started discovering and the first time I did was I saw a video on someone who had a really weak chin and 
they were told to press their tongue up against the roof of their mouth, like isometrics. And within, I don't know if it was two weeks or a month, their chin was much more defined and their face was more balanced. So that was the first one. And then um, there were some tools like um, cupping, facial cupping, like you use in acupuncture cupping, um, and electrical stim, like that's not part of the package, but just seeing how different things, LED lights can affect your wrinkles, can youthen your appearance. Um, And I just was like, oh my gosh, I want to create a package that empowers us to be able to turn back the clock. And the, the thing that evolved from this that was so exquisite was that I learned about face mapping, Chinese medicine, um, that what organ systems, different parts of your face are connected to. And I had this innate knowing, and this is like 20 years ago, that um, if you have acne in a certain part, place on your face, that that's probably indicating an organ issue. And then I got all into prescriptions for nutritional healing when that first came out. So I learned all about herbs and supplements and um, supporting your body to function opportunely so that you would appear in your highest health and vitality and you would experience health and wellness. And so as part of the this package that I created, all it started to be was going to be daily texts with simple tips of how to turn back the aging clock. And then it evolved into um, an actual PDF for each 30 days. And it ended up being eight hours of my time to create each PDF. (laughs) And it has, it's holistic it is not product focused. It is things that we can take the time to do for self care. Um, it's it's got like acupuncture it's, or not puncture acupressure reflexology. It's got different new fun techniques that you can use, ancient practices that you can use that um, you can really affect major improvement in your appearance and uh, your body and your well-being and so there's a little bit of everything uh even some uh technology suggestions um but 30 drops so each day you get an email that you click on it takes you to the portal and then you have access to that information after that 30 days you have information to all of those drops for as long as that platform is active so as long as i'm alive (laughs) Okay, so it's 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 drops of wisdom rather than uh, liquid in a bottle. It's not liquid in a bottle. Yeah, okay. I know. It's not the magic bullet, which I wish that I had discovered that, but not yet. It's coming. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I spent a, a good deal of time on your websites and that one, you know, where you have a before and after picture. Yeah, that's, that's me. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's an unmistakable improvement. And staggering that's five yeah. months wow five months yeah wow yeah yeah and so I mean, there is a, there is an emphasis in our current society um you know towards you know youth and um and and once you once you get especially women you know once yeah. you get over a certain age it's like you feel like you're going to get thrown away yeah 
you know, discarded, unimportant, and, invisible. Yeah, and and it's not really, you know, all that important, you know, how tight your skin is or how beautiful you are, but right. it's how you feel about yourself when you look in the mirror. Exactly. And if you feel better, then you look better. You look better. You feel better. Your spirit reflects on your face, and so when you feel better. Your spirit feels better about yourself. That will also, you know, reflect on your face. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm all for. It. I mean, I'm. I don't know. I don't know if I've ever talked to any woman who didn't want to, you know, maintain yeah. what she's got. Right, right. And it's easier to maintain it than it is to go back and reclaim it. But it can be done. Yeah. And it's a joyful thing uh, to know that it's in our hands, and we don't have to give our power away to surgeons and we don't have to give our power away to injectables and put these botulism in our skin and, um, you know, things to feel good about ourselves. And it's, it's just really cool because when you learn about when your face is talking to you from, you know, like those lines, the nasal labial folds from your nose to your mouth or those marionette lines on the sides of your mouth or even the vertical lines, they call them 11s. I didn't even know that. But um, that's liver. Like the vertical lines are liver. We think it's just from squinting. But if you were to clean up your liver, you would not have those lines. Interesting. So, yeah. Interesting. And these are kind of the, the daily drops of wisdom for the yep. fountain of youth. It's things yep. like that's That's yep. very valuable information. I'm sure a lot yep. of people would like that. So not only it's very holistic, right? Like it's it's not just superficial appearance. It's when you listen to the wisdom of your body, you recognize what it's telling you, then you take steps to support the help that it needs, you know, give it the love it needs. Mm-hmm. It reflects back as radiant, healthy, vibrant, and youthful. It's extraordinary. It's very empowering. So yeah. it turned out to be super special, and I'm super happy about it. And there's well, yeah. almost TMI. Like, it can be very overwhelming. But um, I just recommend that you take it day by day as it's dropped, and you, you know, take the tidbits that work for you. Maybe you keep a little journal of what stands out. And then, um, you know, if you have a special issue you want to focus on, use the tips for that, all the tips for that. There's videos, there's demonstrations, there's pictures, there's, it's just really, I just had a lot of fun creating it. Um, And uh, do you, do you do retreats? You know, my uh, website has offered retreats for a number of years and I haven't had any takers and man is the the world missing out because, (laughs) you can imagine you know, the the amount of information I conveyed in this two hours time. Yeah. What I could do with you in three days, you know. And I live in an extraordinary place and um, right, you know, in nature, um, in the mountains of Colorado. And um, it just, it yeah, it's, it's quite a uh, special offering. But so far, no takers. <laughs> well, you know, so, I'm, it's the, meant to be my sanctuary, I guess. The, the time, maybe the time just hasn't hasn't come yet. But I thought, well, wow, that'd be cool. It'd be like having your own private, um, you know, like two or three day session. 
Yeah. To just to, just to be with you for three days can Mass, can massive bring immersion. You'll be activated. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know what I think. What I what I think. I think you should come out here, Ariel, and we can do a um, stargazing. We, sh- we maybe need to do a retreat here. Not maybe stay here. My house isn't that big, but my deck is amazing, and the view is amazing, and the stargazing is amazing, and of course there's star seed activities in the skies. Oh so yeah, we could maybe yeah. orchestrate something very special around that. Yeah, well, I I love Colorado. Yeah, me too. I I just I, oh. had, I had some really some of the best times of my life. Um, at Copper Mountain. Really? That's very close. Well, it's an hour away from me. But, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Copper was awesome. I broke my knee at Keystone. Oh. Yeah. Well, I I mean, I was was out there, uh, like, for six months. I was skiing at at Copper Mountain. But I got to ski every single day. Oh, good for you. And I just, I mean, standing up, you know, like on the bowl on the top of the mountain, yeah. and you know, and you see, there really is purple mountain majesty. Yeah, I mean, really I I was brought to tears by the sheer. Oh, I mean, that is the true definition of awesome. It it's <laughs> awe inspiring, and you know, and I, I hear oh people. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, my my cereal this morning was awesome. It's like, oh my god, <laughs> talk about taking a, a a beautiful word and making it meaningless anymore. But I mean, truly I stood yeah. in awe and the energies of those mountains and mm-hmm. the, and, and I mean the air and being up at, you know, 9,000 feet. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I yeah, love, very I love special place. Very special place here. It sure yeah. is. Mm-hmm. So, um, so is there anything else that you want to, to talk about uh, services you offer or things that you would, um, you know, maybe coming soon? Yes, actually. Um, I don't think I have it right in front of me, but the coming soon things that I have have to do with the podcast. One of them is a goddess initiation. It'll be like um, a digital product that'll take you through the different steps of unveiling your inner goddess and stepping more fully into your divine nature, tapping into your innate knowingness. So it'll be an experience. And with that, I will probably have, um, you know, like live calls and things to support that experience, but um, super magical. And the goddess has been writing it ever since I and my friend were talking about creating the podcast. And um, I'm also um, planning on, you know, I, the conversation that you had about going, everyone would want to, you know, maintain their their beauty um, and that ha- a fear of becoming invisible and disregarded and discounted and thrown away. That's the, um, you know, the d- lacking in honor of moving from mother to crone. And so creating a rite of passage around mother to crone um, would be super powerful. I feel really honoring our innate beauty, not, not youthful beauty per se, but our vitality, our radiance, our smile, our um, exquisite 
wisdom, our um, vision, our sense of community, you know, like really tie in the power of that transition from mother to crone and making crone a place of honor. Um, So that's probably going to evolve with the initiation. And then I'm also going to be creating little gift books of different rites of passage. And uh, I'll be also creating some goddess bling, like fun statements on coffee mugs and T-shirts and stuff. Get your goddess on. (laughs) Or (laughs) things like get get your goddess groove on. Some fun, empowering, uh, playful, uh, consciousness-raising kinds of um, bling. (laughs) Who doesn't like bling, right? That's great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, and I'm super prolifically always coming up with ideas, so who knows what's next. But getting on the book club, start evolving at the best rate, supported rate possible, and um, pick up that fountain of youth product because that's just I just I just think that's so awesome it's so comprehensive not 100% comprehensive but it's got so much value well yeah I'm sure I mean I mean I have always thought that I, I know a lot about you know natural health and how you know the you know thigh bones connected to the hip bone <laughs> just how this all stuff works together but you just said some stuff that I had it's like wow I didn't know that yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of a lot of really, I'm sure, juicy tidbits. Really waiting, juicy. Awaiting. Yeah. And yeah. so, and do you? Um, I mean, apart from, um, you know, kicking out the SOBs. Yeah. On, on people's behalf, um, do you do other types of you know um, psychic sessions, readings? I do uh, by yeah. request. I do. I have uh, everything from 15 minutes to an hour and a half. Uh, We can do it as a trauma clearing session. We can do breakthrough sessions where, you know, you're really trying to get past some limiting beliefs. Um, We can uh, do psychic readings. We can do visionary business coaching. We can do ascension coaching. Um, I have someone who bought an ascension coaching package and she wants to use it. um, That's six, sessions, six-hour sessions for the price of five, and she wants to do it um, evolving her psychic abilities. And so I'll be um, um, mentoring her on how to do that. And I'm really looking forward to that because that'll be a lot of fun. And um, I also do space clearing if you're having dense, energies in your home, if somebody died in your home, if, you know, there's been someone with addictions in your home, um, you know, I can do remote space clearings. I can do on-site space clearings, but it kind of depends on where you are and if you want to fly me to where you are. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, uh, what else do I offer? Um, I'm pretty much a wing-it girl, you know. I've been doing these readings Uh, my night shift for three years and you know you pick up the phone and you're the psychic of whatever it is that they need so I can tap into pretty much anything and we can evolve pretty much anything with the yes or no um, evolution 
Mm-hmm. Kind of like what you saw with the divine goddess and being upset with the divine mother, you know? Right. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, so is, is your podcast on a, on a schedule? Yep. It's going to be releasing a podcast every Friday, and that is going to be um, – through all the regular podcast platforms. It'll also be on my uh, podcast website, goddesswisdompodcast.com. And then um, I'm also, I have a membership portal, and that's where the uh, drops from the Fountain of Youth is. I also have freebies in there, uh, handouts that are like a trauma clearing handout. Um, The Empath Tornado is also in there. And the, um, what's the other, I have going to have decording in there and there's one more. Um, anyway, um, you have to go in there and see what that, the other one is. <laughs> and, uh, there's videos, but I'm also going to host an, uh, off topic podcast, which is just, it's called, um, unveiled. Uh, with Maureen Keefe. And it's just going to be any topic I feel uh, I will bring to the table, uh, feel inspired to talk about. And um, so that'll be free and that'll be in there, only in there, where the Goddess Wisdom podcast is going to be available on all the podcast platforms. So um, I'm excited to see what's going to all come of all of that. And I am hoping that if I can get a rhythm going, I can uh, pick up my psychic hot seat again, which that was um, once a week at the same time every week. And people could ask psychic questions, ask, you know, ask questions that you wanted answers to. So um, we'll see if I can spread myself around enough to make that happen, too. So lots of fun great, stuff. Great. Well, you, yeah. I mean, you certainly have a a wealth of abilities, masterships, services, um, and, you know, wisdom. So, when, yeah. when Lavendar did my, my starseed marking chart and reading, she said, I couldn't find you. She goes, you're really old. She said, I had to find you on Athena. <laughs> I, I didn't even know what that meant, but it just means that I'm really old. <laughs> yeah, well... My soul. Your soul, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you know, um, Lavender has that unique ability uh, yeah. when she was doing her sessions yeah. that um, she sees the chart, she hears the voice, and a third yeah. file opens up in her head. Mm-hmm. And that's, I don't know, anyone else on the planet that can do that. So, right. Um, well, but I'm so glad that you did have a chance to work with her. Me too, and I'm I'm just thrilled that you guys are continuing the the amazing service because I can't tell you how much that has supported me. You know, and like five years ago, I think is when I had my chart done, and it's I'm still referring back to information from that most recently. So it's it's it has helped me through some you know darker days. Um, and so I really encourage any of you mm-hmm. listeners who get it, if you haven't, you know, definitely get those charts done. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like you, you're living in a house that maybe you've never seen the blueprints for. 
Right. And you think you know the house, and then you look at the blueprints, it's like, oh, my gosh, look at all these secret rooms. Right. You know, so, yeah, understanding your chart and your natural state um, yeah. can unlock a lot of things. Well, I loved, so, too, how she said post your pic- your chart somewhere where you're seeing it because it's like a Stargate activation for you. I thought that was yes. really cool. Yeah, she yeah. Also, she puts your chart on the refrigerator. Yep. Because even if you don't know what it is, it knows what you are. And it's activating you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I thought that was super cool. And then um, um, there was one more thing I wanted to say about the <laughs> it's been a long day. We really rallied since yesterday. And then to have all the curveballs pitched at us. But um, um, oh, I'm adopted, and anyone who's adopted who has gotten a birth certificate probably knows that there's not very much information on them. And Lavendar said, "I think you were actually born ten minutes earlier than they documented you being born." So that um, was some information that came through. I'm sure that when you're doing readings and things, you get unique information that comes through as well for people. And um, it just uh, really has helped you step back. I mean, we we buy into so much information about us through others and to really start using our intuitive skills to hone in on real truth. I just thought that was so profound. Yeah, well, know thyself. Mm-hmm. And as I've heard Lavendar say many, many times, true power comes from knowing your total journey. Yes. Yeah. Every lifetime, being able to know, that's that's where true power comes from. Yeah. So you have to you have to do the inner work. You have to, you know, be your own best friend. Um, that makes me think of get on your own team. Yeah, Starseed star uh, musician uh, friend that we have had around. I mean, she's been part of our our circle for years. She said she wrote a song, um, and the, the hook of the song was, "I'm going to be my own boyfriend <laughs> because I know what I like." You know? Right? Oh my God, I'm terrible. You know? And so you know, oh I mean. It's a it's it's about you know uh, a woman standing up and and becoming independent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that just yeah, made me think of that. I don't know why. <laughs> well, this, has, this has been so much fun. Oh, and, yeah, me I, I, too. I, really, I appreciate the you know your willingness to kind of you know, think outside the box because if Blog Talk wouldn't let us in. We'll do the recording, and then I'll upload it to Blog Talk after Mercury goes direct. Right. So that uh, because I, I really want to share uh, your your beautiful message and your wisdom and all of the things you are offering to people. I want to share that with our audience. Ah, thank you so much. And what a goddess gift you are, my friend and sister. And uh-huh. I spell I spell sister S Y S. Because the Y honors the like the Y in gynecology, SYS, and then full um, or uh, capital star, S T A R, sister. Yes. And I originally got that from Dorian Light, who um, 
was a goddess from the telesummits that I met and uh she just she just made an impression on me so I kind of evolved how she spelled it and it's kind of been really close to my heart ever since so us starseed goddesses have to stick together that's right <laughs> and and the males too you know i mean just the divine feminine is alive it, and well in our men too oh absolutely the yeah. divine feminine has no gender right just like god yeah and and <laughs> and, and divine masculine has no gender. Right. Because right. we all have them both. Qualities and, what, what, and characteristics. Yeah, what, yeah. We just need to Essence. get them balanced. Yeah. So thank you for and the honor. work that you do yeah, uh-huh. in, in that area. Thank you. So I want to thank you so much for doing our show. And I hope that you come back real soon because I know that you have just launched and, and you've, there's things still unfolding. Yeah. So if something if something um really interesting comes around that you want to offer and share, uh, please let us know. You can come back on All anytime. Right. Okay. All right, Doll. Thank you. Blessings and love and thank you everybody for hanging in there with us on this very long interview, but I hope you find it to be fun and stimulating and a little seductive and a little evocative. <laughs> Well, yeah, it, magnetic. Well, evoking <laughs> a you know a, a decision, a choice, a change. Yeah, right. You know? So, um, thank you for that. Ah, blessing. Thank you. So, and once more, I just want to say that we have um, uh, Maureen's websites are Maureen Keefe, K E E F E dot com, GoddessWisdomPodcast dot com, or Intuition Matters. Dot org, mm-hmm. any of those, and you've got your YouTube channels. So, please, everyone, you know, explore all the things that Maureen has to offer, and take advantage. Thank you. Okay, sweetie. Love. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. My and pleasure. I hope to talk to you again soon. You will. Blessings <laughs> okay. love. Thank you. Good night. And to you as well. Good thank night. you. So, everyone, please tune in two weeks from tonight. We'll be on again. And hopefully by then Mercury is uh, is not retrograde and everything (laughs) will be straightened out. So until next time, remember to hold compassion in your heart and abandon judgment. Live in gratitude. Good night, everyone.